So in continuing, uh, okay, no problem, Mahi. Let's let's continue. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. We continue the uh, explanation of Surah Al-Fajr. Uh, we have reached uh, verse 15. فَأَمَّا الْإِنْسَانُ Yes, no problem. فَأَمَّا الْإِنْسَانُ إِذَا مَبْتَلَاهُ رَبُّهُ فَأَكْرَمَهُ وَنَعَمَهُ فَيَقُولُ رَبِّي أَكْرَمًا As for man, when his Lord tries him by giving him honor and bounties, then he says in exultation, My Lord has honored me. Here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about al-ibtila, which is testing and trials. <coughs> and this takes place in the form of good as well as in the form of evil. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated in Surah Al-Anbiya, which is chapter 21 and verse 35, meaning we shall make you a trial of you with evil, we shall make a trial of you with evil and with good with evil and with good so the person is tested with good so that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala now is he going to be grateful or is he going to be disdainful as well as he will be tested with evil checking him out is he going to be patient or he is going to be enraged? And the situation and the circumstances and the status of man alternates between good and evil. Between good that comforts him and pleases him and between evil does not comfort him and neither it pleases him. In both situations all of this is testing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and based upon man's own nature which is based upon al-dhulm wal-jahl which is based upon injustice or injustice he is unjust to himself and also wal-jahl he is ignorant of its results So if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tests him by giving him honor and bounties what will he say? He will say Rabbi Akraman My Lord has honored me meaning that I deserve this honor and he does not confess and attest to the favor of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon him this is like the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in another verse in the Quran in Surah Al-Qasas in chapter 28 verse 78 It has been given to me only because of the knowledge I possess and he didn't attest to the favor and the bounties of Allah upon him Many are those whose conditions are similar like this. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestows upon them from his bounties and his favors, they will say, هذا إكرام من الله لنا لأننا أهل لذلك This is an honor from Allah to us because we deserve it. 
However, if man would have said, "Inna Allah akramani bikada," Allah indeed bestowed upon me such and such, and therefore I attest to His favor, and I will make known His favor upon me, then there is no problem with that. On the other hand, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, "Wa إِذَا مَبْتَلَاهُ," which is verse sixteen. وَأَمَّا إِذَا مَبْتَلَاهُ فَقَدَرَ عَلَيْهِ رِزْقَهُ فَيَقُولُ رَبِّي أَهَانًا But when he, Allah, tries him by straightening his means of life, he says, My Lord has humiliated me. So, when Allah tries him by straightening his means of life, he, he says, My Lord has humiliated me and has been unjust to me, and he has not given me like such and such and he didn't honor me like such and such so at times of ease he is being ungrateful proud of himself saying that this is my right I deserve it and at times of difficulties and hardships he is not patient rather he is impatient objecting to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's decree and saying, Rabbi Ahanan, my Lord, Allah has humiliated me. This is the case with man as man, meaning with, his, with respect to his nature. This is his nature. However, with respect to the believer, he is not like this. However, with respect to the believer, he is not like this. The believer, if he is honored, and Allah bestows upon him from his favors, he will be grateful for that. And he would consider this as a favor from Allah upon him and goodness bestowed upon him from Allah. And it wouldn't be taken as, well, this honor, these favors, I deserve them. This wouldn't be his attitude. And if Allah tries him and straightens his means of sustenance, he will be patient and he will seek the reward of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he would admit that this is due to his sin and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not humiliate him neither he was unjust to him and therefore at times of trials and tests he will be patient grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at times of Eid as well and in these two verses, verses 15 and 16, which we recited earlier now, there is a proof that man must be patient and also should contemplate why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving him such favors of wealth and etc. What does Allah want from him? Allah wants from him alaykum assalam rahmatullahi ta'ala barakatuh Allah wants from him to be grateful so Allah wants from me that I thank him then on the other hand if he's tested and tried by poverty by illness and the like then he will say yes Allah wants from me to be patient and therefore he will reckon with himself So that he doesn't become basing his attitude only 
in accordance with his human nature which is based upon ignorance and injustice that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala denied right there in verse 17 by saying kalla kalla balla tukrimun al-yateen kalla meaning nay nay Allah didn't give you what he has given you or what he gave you as an honor for you because you deserve it but this is a favor from him in the first place and he didn't humiliate you when he straightened means of sustenance for you however however, this is in line necessitated with his shikma, with his wisdom and his justice subhanahu wa ta'ala so that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spoke in the negative here kalla nay then he spoke subhanahu wa ta'ala about us, about our position towards certain mothers in regard to the bounties of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which he bestows upon us from wealth and so forth and said kalla balla yatim but you treat not the orphans with kindness and generosity that is you neither treat them well or give them their exact right of inheritance and therefore when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestows upon you what he bestows you don't feel towards those who are in need from the orphans and the orphan here is a title that is in reference to the kind doesn't mean one single orphan specific but the kind of orphans and who is the orphan by definition the ulama, the learned scholars of Islam define the orphan as the one whose father died before he reached the age of puberty and whether the child is a male or female however the one whose mother dies is not considered an orphan and the saying of the yatim the orphan here comprises the poor of the orphans as well as the rich of the orphans because it is incumbent upon the believer to be good to him and honor him because his heart is broken due to the loss of his father the one who used to take care of his affairs so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala here admonished that for this breaking of the heart to be removed that you should be treat them kindly and with generosity then Allah speaks also saying about other things in which we should really give heed to when he reminds us وَلَا تَحَاضُّونَ عَلَى طَعَامِ الْمِسْكِينَ and urge not one another in the feeding of the miskin meaning the poor meaning you don't urge one another to feed the poor and help him and if you don't urge others 
yourselves don't also do it you don't feed the needy and the poor and you don't urge others as well meaning from this verse from this verse that it is incumbent that we do honor the orphans and that we urge each other to feed the poor why because they are in need <coughs> and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in the help of the slave as long as the slave is helping his brother then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala states in the next verse which is verse 19 وَتَأْكُلُونَ التُّرَاثَ أَكْلًا لَمَّا وَتَأْكُلُونَ التُّرَاثَ أَكْلًا لَمَّا and you devour the wealth and the wealth here comprises two things the inheritance and the acquired and you devour that which is inherited and that which is acquired all with greed all with greed so this Torah which is mentioned here in this verse comprises the wealth of inheritance and as well as that which is acquired by earnings and trade and, and so forth and the children of Adam take that with greed and as to the the wealth Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says وَتُحِبُّونَ الْمَالَ حُبًّا جَمَّةً and you love wealth with much love with great love with much love this is the nature of man however when iman is there when belief is there then it will have its impact so that man will transform from his own natural state as man will be transformed by the belief to the degree why he doesn't yani, give too much attention for the wealth however if he gets this wealth then he will be grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his bounty and also will fulfill the rights that is due in this wealth and if the wealth is lost he doesn't you know give it also you know much of concern however with respect to the nature of man it is as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala described him loves this inheritance loves the acquired wealth and loves and doesn't urge to feed the poor and needy and doesn't treat the orphans with kindness and generosity this is the nature of man with respect to the believers however the case is different in all of these, in all of these circumstances in all of these situations as well then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says إِذَا دُكَّتِ الْأَرْضُ دَكًّا دَكًّا وَجَاءَ رَبُّكَ وَالْمَلَكُ صَفًّا صَفًّا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reminds mankind reminds them concerning the day of resurrection إِذَا دُكَّتِ الْأَرْضُ دَكًّا دَكًّا when the earth will be grounded to powder حَتَّى لَا تَرَى فِيهَا عِوَجًا وَلَا أَمْتَى to the point where you can't even see any thing except all leveled with smooth plains the mountains will be grounded no buildings, no trees the earth will be stretched 
like the stretching of skin يكون الناس عليها في مكان واحد يسمعهم الداعي وينفذهم البصر في هذا اليوم mankind on that day Allah will gather all the human beings on that day of the early generations as well as the late generations on one plane so that the announcer will make them all hear his voice and the watcher will be able to see all of them here يتذكر الإنسان وأن له الذكرى Man on this day will remember But how will that remembrance Will it be of any avail to him He will say then ليتني قدمت لحياتي Alas, with that I had sent forth good deeds for this, my life. We will talk about this verse now. Let's go to the verse, وَجَاءَ رَبُّكَ on that day. وَجَاءَ رَبُّكَ on that day of resurrection. And your Lord comes with angels in rows. وَالْمَلَكُ صَفًّا صَفًّا Meaning, row after row. وَجَاءَ رَبُّكْ There are great benefits in this verse وَجَاءَ رَبُّكْ <coughs> And Allah comes on that day This maji, this coming of Allah Azza wa Jal This is an action Real action And true action Attributed to Allah لِأَنَّ الْفِعْلَ أُسْنِدَ إِلَى اللَّهِ Because the action is attributed to Allah وكل فعل يسند إلى الله فهو قائم به لا بغيره and every action which is attributable to Allah then it is established with himself سبحانه وتعالى and in nothing else هذه القاعدة في اللغة العربية this is a grammatical foundation an Arabic grammatical foundation however the ruling with respect to the names and attributes of Allah سبحانه وتعالى is that كل ما أسنده الله this is a golden rule كل ما أسنده الله إلى نفسه فهو له نفسه لا لغيره it is that anything that Allah سبحانه وتعالى attributes to himself then it belongs to him it established with him سبحانه وتعالى and in none else and therefore accordingly the one who comes on that day is Allah and it is not as the people of denial and then it is not as the people of the, of the denial who alter the names and attributes of Allah they said that إِنَّهُ جَاءَ أَمْرُ اللَّهِ they say that this is the command of Allah that comes meaning they negate the actual action of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala الفعل and that is the coming of Allah because this is such a matter is devoiding, removing the speech from its obvious meaning without any evidence to indicate that it should be the case فَنَحْنُ مِنْ عَقِيدَتِنَا it is from the creed our creed 
أن نجري كلام الله تعالى ورسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم على ظاهره وأن لا نحرف فيه is that we consider the speech of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on its obvious meaning and similarly that of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and that we don't alter anything in that ونقول إن الله تعالى يجيء يوم القيامة هو نفسه and therefore we say that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala comes truly on the day of resurrection by himself لكن كيف هذا المجيء as to the how of this coming of Allah هذا هو الذي لا علم لنا به this is the matter which we have no knowledge of لا ندري كيف يجيء we have no knowledge how he comes subhanahu wa ta'ala والسؤال عن مثل هذا بدعة and asking about the how and the manner meaning of the attribute any attribute is an innovation as Imam Malik رحمه الله تعالى the Imam of Dar al-Hijrah the Imam Malik رحمه الله من الله زميسي بأقون him حين سئل عن قوله تعالى الرحمن على العرش استوى when he was asked about the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Taha 20 verse 5 Ar-Rahman ala al-Arsh istawa the most beneficent subhanahu wa ta'ala arose on his arsh at-taraqa lamma su'il someone asked him about meaning about the how of Allah how Allah arose on the arsh fa-at-taraqa malikum bi-ra'sih hatta alahu al-rahsa hatta alahu al-rahda ya'ni al-araq malik lowered his face his head until he sweated لشدة هذا السؤال على قلبه because of the intense effect and the profound impact of this question on his heart لأنه سؤال عظيم سؤال متنطع this is a great question it is the question of the one who is متنطع who exceeds the limits متعنت أو مبتدع the one who is arrogant who exceeds the limits or an innovator you read السوء intending evil ثم رفع رأسه then he lifted his head وقال كلمته المشهورة and he said he said his famous statement الاستواء غير مجهول الاستواء غير مجهول the rising of Allah سبحانه وتعالى above his عرش غير مجهول is ذاك الله خير بسم الله is unknown meaning the meaning of istiwa is known and it's not something unknown the meaning وَالْكَيْفُ غَيْرُ مَعْقُولُ however as to the how it is uncomprehendable وَالْإِيمَانُ بِهِ وَاجِبُ and believing in that is obligatory is mandatory وَالسُؤَالُ عَنْهُ بِدْعَ and asking regarding the how or the manner of Allah's istiwa on the arsh is an innovation and in fact Imam Malik ordered that person he called him a mubtadi' an innovator and he called him out of his majlis here the witness the point of evidence is the last word asking as to the how of the attribute is an innovation this is a golden rule the saying of Imam Malik apply it to every attribute of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so if you talk about the coming of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we say meaning we know the meaning of coming وَالْكَيْفُ غَيْرُ مَعْقُولُ And the how of Allah's coming is uncomprehendable. وَالْإِيمَانُ بِهِ وَاجِبُ And the belief in that is obligatory. And asking وَالسُؤَالُ عَنْ كَيْفِيَّةِ مَجِيئِهِ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى is bid'ah. And asking about the how of Allah's coming 
is an innovation. Apply this regarding all the attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, qala shaykh rahimahullah, وَعَتَبَرْ هَأَذَا فِي جَمِيعِ صِفَاتِ اللَّهِ And apply this and consider it regarding all the attributes of Allah. So if someone asks us, فَلَوْ تَعَالَ نَسَائِلْ قَالْ إِنَّ اللَّهَ يَقُولْ We hear Allah saying, لِمَا خَلَقْتُ بِيَدَيْ قَالَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى The Shaykh is referring to the following verse. قَالَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى يَا إِبْلِيسُ مَا مَنَعَكَ أَنْ تَسْجُدَ لِمَا خَلَقْتُ بِيَدَيْ O Iblis, the Shaytan, the devil. مَا مَنَعَكَ What prevents you from prostrating to the one whom I have created with both my hands? Meaning Adam. So if this person comes and says, كَيْفَ خَلَقَهُ بِيَدِهِ How did Allah create him with his hands? نَقُولْ هَذَا السُّوَالُ بِدْعَةً This question is an innovation. Now, if he says, أَنَا أُرِيدُ الْعِلْمِ I intend knowledge. وَلَا أُحِبُّ أَنْ يَخْفَى عَلَيَّ شَيْءٍ مِنْ صِفَاتِ رَبِّي And therefore I don't like that anything be hindered from me concerning the attributes of Allah, my Lord. فَأُرِيدُ أَنْ أَعْلَمَ كَيْفَ خَلَقَهُ And thus I need to know, how did Allah create him? نقول, the answer will be, نَحْنُ نَسْأَلُكَ أَسْئِلَةً We will ask you now some questions. سهلة, easy. هَلْ أَنْتَ أَحْرَصْ عَلَى الْعِلْمِ مِنَ الصَّحَابَ رضي الله عنهم? Are you more keen and considerate in terms of requiring or requesting knowledge, seeking knowledge more than the companions, more than the companions, may Allah be pleased with them. Then he is either to say yes, or no. It is expected you know, for him to say no. I mean, he is not going to be more keen about knowing the names and attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala better than the companions. So now we tell him, This person that you are asking, knows better as to the how of the attributes than the messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He will say, سيقول الرسول. He will say, the messenger. إذن, and thus, الصحابة أحرص منك على العلم. The Sahaba were more interested and more keen in attaining knowledge. والمسؤول الذي وجه إليه السؤال and the one they were asking the question أعلم من الذي تسأله is more knowledgeable than this person that you are asking him about the how. ومع ذلك ما سألوا Yet, despite all of this, they never asked Rasulullah as to the how. لأنهم يلتزمون الأدب مع الله عز وجل because they have proper manners when it comes to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَيَقُولُونَ بِقُلُوبِهِمْ وَرُبَّمَا بِأَلْسِنَتِهِمْ And they say within, with their hearts and maybe also by their tongues. إِنَّ اللَّهَ أَجَلُّ وَأَعْضَمُ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is more magnificent and more great for us. مِنْ أَنْ تُحِيطَ أَفْهَامُنَا وَعُقُولُنَا بِكَيْفِيَّاتِ صِفَاتِهِ For our intellect and our understanding to comprehend the how of his attributes. وَاللَّهُ عَزَّ وَجَلْ يَقُولْ فِي كِتَابِهِ فِي الْأُمُورِ الْمَعْقُولَةِ And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says regarding the realities وَلَا يُحِيطُونَ بِهِ عِلْمًا As in Taha 110 But they will answer or they will never compass anything of his knowledge. وَيَقُولُونَ فِي الْأُمُورِ الْمَحْسُوسَةِ And they will say regarding the perceptual things by our senses 
la tudrikuhul afsar wa huwa yudrikuhul afsar no vision as in al an'am 6 or 3 no vision can grasp him but he grasps grasps all vision فنقول, and thus we say ya akhi o brother ilzam al adab stick to the manners regarding Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala la tas'al kayfa khalaqa Allah adam biyadi don't ask how Allah created adam with his honorable hand fa inna hadha as-su'al bid'ah because this question is bid'ah and thus وَكَذَلِكَ بَقِيَّةُ الصِّفَاتِ And it's the same with respect to the other attributes. لَوْ سَأَلَ كَيْثَ عَيْمُ اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلُ If he asks, how is the eye of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? قُلْنَا لَهُ هَذَا بِدْعَ We tell him, this is an innovation. لَوْ سَأَلَ كَيْثَ يَدُ اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلُ If he asks as to the how of Allah's hand, we say, this is an innovation. وَعَلَيْكَ أَن تَلْزَمَ الْأَدَبِ And that you must be mindful of having manners with respect to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala وَأَن لَا تَسْأَلَ عَنْ كَيْفِيَةِ صِفَاتِ اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلُ and that you shouldn't ask as to the how and to the manner of Allah's attributes the most mighty and the most magnificent so when Allah says here وَجَاءَ رَبُّكَ and your Lord comes and if he asks, asks how وَسَأَلَ كَيْفَ يَجِيءَ how does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala come? نقول هذه بدعة This is an innovation هذه القاعدة التزموها This basic foundation Stick to it وكل إنسان And any person يسأل عن كيفية صفات الله عز وجل Asks regarding the how of the attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Then he is a transgressor Exceeding the limits And an innovator he is asking a matter which is unattainable and therefore our position with respect to this ayah and that your Lord comes and mu'min that we believe that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala comes لكن على أي كيفية yet however as to in which manner Allah knows best والدليل the dalil, the evidence is the evidence is لَيْسَ كَمِثْلِهِ شَيْءٍ nothing is like unto him وَهُوَ السَّمِيعُ الْبَصِيرُ yet he is the one who is all hearer all seer as in Surah Ash-Shura 42.11 فَنَحْنُ نَعْلَمُ النَّفْيَ وَلَا نَعْلَمُ الْإِثْبَاتِ we know of the negation yet we don't know of the affirmation meaning يعني نعلم أنه لا يمكن أن يأتي على كيفية إتيان البشر we know that it is impossible that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will come the coming of humans ولكننا لا نثبت كيفيته yet however we don't affirm the how or the manner of his coming وهذا هو الواجب علينا and this is the matter which is binding upon us وقوله الملك الهنا للعموم ال meaning for generality meaning all the angels will come ينزلون ويحيطون بالخلق they will descend and they will encompass the creation تنزل ملائكة السماء الدنيا تنزل ملائكة السماء الدنيا the angels the inhabitants of the lower heaven will descend ثم ملائكة السماء الثانية and then those of the upper one وهلم جرا and so forth to the upper one يحيطون بالخلق إظهارا للعظمة they will encompass the creation on that day, the waiting, the waiting day. 
to manifest the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَإِلَّا فَإِنَّ الْخَلْقَ لَا يُمْكِنْ أَنْ يَفِرُّ يَمِينًا وَلَا شِمَالًا Otherwise, you know, we know that the creation cannot escape, you know, by going left or right. لكن إظهارا لعظمة الله وتهويلا لهذا اليوم العظيم Rather to manifest the magnificence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to show the horrors of this great day. تنزل الملائكة يحيطون بالخلق The angels will descend and surround the creatures, the creation. وهذا اليوم يوم مشهود يشهده الملائكة والإنس والجن والحشرات والوحوش. This day is a witness day. It will be witnessed by the angels, by the ins, mankind, and by jinn as beasts and insects, you name it, everything. وَإِذَا الْوَحُوشُ حُشِرَتْ And when the wild beasts are gathered together, فَهُوَ يَوْمٌ عَظِيمٌ This is a great day. لَا نُدْرِكُهُ الْآنِ Now we cannot comprehend. وَلَا نَتَصَوَّرَهُ Also, we can't even يعني, think about it. لِأَنَّهُ أَعْظَمْ مِمَّا نَتَصَوَّرُ Because it is much more greater than what we can think of or comprehend. So this is the, we know now of the first matter, that is Allah, the coming of Allah. The second is the rose of the angels. This is the second. Then after that, وَجِيءَ يَوْمَئِذٍ بِجَهَنَّمْ The third thing, وَجِيءَ يَوْمَئِذٍ بِجَهَنَّمْ On that day, hell will be brought near that day. وَلَمْ يَذْكُرْ الْجَائِي Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala didn't mention who is to bring the hell of fire لكن قد دلت السنة however we know from the sunnah أنه يؤتى بالنار that the fire of hell will be brought تقاد بسبعين ألف زمام it will be led by seventy thousand bridles كل زمام منها يقوده سبعون ألف ملك each bridle will be led by 70,000 angels. Allahu Akbar. وَمَا أَدْرَاكَ مَا قُوَّةُ الْمَلَائِكَةِ And what do you know concerning the strength of the angels? قوة ليست كقوة البشر. It is not like the strength and ability of the humans. وَلَا كَقُوَّةِ الْجِنِّ It is not even, you know, like that of the jinn, meaning it is greater, much greater. Than that, even of the jinn. That's why the maqala ifritum min al jinn li Sulaiman, ana atika bihi. That's when one ifrit, meaning a strong one from the jinn, said, "I will bring it," meaning bring the uh, the throne of the of the queen of Sheba in Yemen. I will bring it to you before you rise from your place, from your council. And verily, I am indeed strong and trustworthy for such work. قال الذي عنده من علم من الكتاب yet the one who had knowledge in the book he said أنا آتيك به قبل أن يرتد إليك طرفك فلما رآه مستقرا عنده الآية سورة النمل let's have this please سورة النمل 3940 <coughs> Okay, 39. قال عفريت من الجن. نعم, that's it. الحمد لله. The second hint. قال الذي عنده علم من الكتاب. One with whom was knowledge of the scripture said, I will bring it to you within the twinkling 
of an eye. Then when Sulaiman, Sulaiman, Sulaiman saw it placed before him, he said, this is the grace of my Lord to test me whether I am grateful or ungrateful. So the end of the verse. قال العلماء, the learned scholars of Islam said, لأن الرجل هذا, this man who had knowledge in the book, دعا الله, invoked Allah, فحملته الملائكة من اليمن, the angels carried him from Yemen, فجاءت به إلى سليمان في الشام, and they brought him to Sulaiman in الشام, the greater Syria. فقوة الملائكة عظيمة, and thus the strength and ability of the angels is very magnificent. وهم يجرون هذه النار and they will drive this fire of hell بسبعين ألف زمام with 70,000 bridles each one of them is led by 70,000 angels and this also tells about the magnificence and this greatness of the fire of hell we seek refuge in Allah from it هذه النار والعياذ بالله إذا رأت أهلها من مكان بعيد سمعوا لها تغيضا وزفيرا as in سورة الفرقان 25 verse, verse 12 when it hell sees them from a far place they will hear its raging and its roaring وليست كزفير الطائرات أو المعدات its raging and its roaring is not like that of airplanes or tools or, or, or machines and so forth زفير تنخلع منه القلوب it's a raging and rolling such that the heart will be dislocated from its place. كلما ألقي فيها فوج سألهم خزنتها ألم يأتكم نذير 67.8 It almost bursts up every time a group is cast therein. Its keepers will ask with fury did no warner come to you? That's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala warned us here with three things. All of them are warnings. The coming of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the most magnificent, the most high. Sufufu al-malaika, the rose of the angels. The third, the bringing forth of the fire of hell. On that day, يَتَذَكَّرُ الْإِنسَانُ وَأَنَّ لَهُ الذِّكْرَى when the day of judgment comes then and when the angels come in rows and they sir circumvent or encompass the creation and the horrors will occur then man will remember he will remember that he was promised with this day and that وَأَنَّهُ أُعْلِمَ بِهِ مِنْ قِبَلِ الرُّسُلِ عَلَيْهِمُ الصَّلَاةُ وَالسَّلَامُ and that he was given notice regarding it by way of the messengers. May Allah be upon them. And they warned and threatened. As Allah said in the Quran, the meaning of which those as to those whom the punishment of Allah subhanahu is deserving, they will not believe even if they will receive every sign or a proof therein or then they will remember man will remember and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says وَأَنَّ لَهُ الذِّكْرَى how can he on this day when he is now witnessing seeing that which he was certainly 
being told of how can he be demolished then fatal awan it's over al-iman an mushahada la yanfa' belief by witnessing is not beneficial why? because every man believes in that which he sees al-iman al-nafi' huwa al-iman bil-ghayb the beneficial belief is the belief in the unseen الذين يؤمنون بالغيب those who believe in the unseen فيصدق بما أخبرت به الرسل and thus he believes in that which the messengers had brought and informed about Allah عز وجل and about the last day في ذلك اليوم يتذكر الإنسان on that day man will remember ولكن أن له الذكر remote that he will be benefited by this remembrance So from the time he sees the truth, he will say, يَا لَيْتَنِي قَدَّمْتُ لِحَيَاتِي يَتَمَنَّى أَنَّهُ قَدَّمَ لِحَيَاتِي وَمَا يَحَيَاتِي Alas, with that I had sent forth good deeds for this my life. It is لَقَدْ فَاتَ الْأَوَانِ It's over. Because in this life, this is the place where to work. This is where we have time. We have respite. Man can work to earn for his future dwelling. قَالَ مُؤْمِنُ آلِ فِرْعَوْنِ يَا قَوْمِ إِنَّمَا هَذِهِ الْحَيَاةُ الدُّنْيَا مَتَاعُ وَإِنَّ الْآخِرَةَ هِيَ دَارُ الْقَرَارِ The believer from the people of Fir'aun, what did he say? As in Ghafir, as in Ghafir verse 39 O my people truly this life of the world is nothing but a quick passing enjoyment however the hereafter that is the home that will remain forever. Mata' يَتَمَتَّعُ بِهِ الْإِنسَانِ It's just a passing enjoyment as the traveler enjoys the travel until it's over. And thus is this life. And one should consider that which comes by that which passed. Because that which passed كَأَنَّهُ سَاعَةٌ مِّنْ نَهَارٍ is just like an hour of the day كَأَنَّنَا الْآنَ مَخْلُوقُونَ it is as if now we are created فَكَذَلِكَ مَا يُسْتَقْبَلُ and thus that which we look forward in the future سَوْفَ يَمُرُّ بِنَا سَرِيعًا it will pass quickly وَيَمْضِي and it will go all of it وَيَنْتَهِ السَّفَرْ إِلَى مَكَانٍ آخَرٍ لَيْسَ مُسْتَقَرًا then we will end up in a travel the end of which we will go into a travel the end of which is not really a dwelling meaning an eternal dwelling and this is the grave we know that it is not the final abode because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says أَلْهَاكُمُ التَّكَاثُرُ حَتَّى زُرْتُمُ الْمَقَابِرُ in At-Takathur Surah At-Takathur verses 1 and 2 the mutual rivalry for piling up of worldly things diverts you until you look what he said subhanahu wa ta'ala حَتَّى زُرْتُمُ الْمَقَابِرُ until you visit the graves meaning until you die 
But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is using the term visit. Now, Sami'a Arabiyun or Arabi Rajulan Yakra'u Hadi Hilaya. A Bedouin heard a man reciting this verse that you see there in text. Fakal, Wallahi, Mazzairu Bimukin. By Allah, the one who is settling and residing, the, the one who is a visitor, is not settling, is not residing. And it's inevitable that there will be a day whereby there will be, there will be a departure from this place, meaning the grave. And this is a very powerful deduction and a good understanding supported by many verses in the Quran as in the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Al-Mu'minun 23 verses 15 and 16. ثُمَّ إِنَّكُمْ بَعْدَ ذَلِكَ لَمَيِّتُونَ ثُمَّ إِنَّكُمْ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ تُبْعَثُونَ Indeed, after that you will die. ثُمَّ إِنَّكُمْ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ Then on the day of resurrection, you will be resurrected. So there, he will wish that he had put forth some good deeds for this day. And what is his life here? Is this life of ours really haya, living, through living? La wallah. No, by Allah. Al-haya dunya intahat wa qadat. Walaysat al-haya dunya hayat al-waqa'a. It is not really real life. Al-waqa'a anna humum wa akdar. In reality it is worries and trouble. كل صفو يعقبه كدر Every comfort is succeeded by trouble وكل عافية and every well you know state of well-being يتبعها مرض is succeeded by illness كل اجتماع عليكم السلام ورحمة الله تعالى كل اجتماع يعقبه تفرق Every gathering is followed by disperse scattering انظروا ما حصل Let's remember what's happening أين الأباء؟ Where are our fathers؟ أين الإخوان؟ Where are our brothers and sisters؟ أين الأبناء؟ Where are our sons؟ أين الأزواج؟ Where are our wives and spouses؟ هل هذه حياة؟ Is this really true living؟ That's why some of the poets said لا طيب للعيش ما دامت منغصة لذاته بأكدار الموت والهرم there is no enjoyment in this real life as long as it is spoiled by the trouble of death and old age. Kullu insan must remember that his he's going to face two things death or old age. And old age will end up in death. We know that, we know. نحن نعرف أناسا كانوا شبابا في عنفونا عنفوان الشباب. We know of youth in their peak of youth عمروا لكن رجعوا إلى أرضن العمر they lived a long life but they ended up in the miserable old age you will feel toward them when you see them in this miserable state even though they might have all the wealth and have the families 
but they are in a miserable state. And thus this is the case with man. Either he dies at an early age, or at a later old age, where he will end up in a miserable old age. So, فَهَلْ هَذِهِ حَيَا Is this really a true living? A true living? Al-Haya, the true life, هِيَ مَا بَيَّنَهُ اللَّهُ عَزَّ وَجَلُ That which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it very clear when he said, وَإِنَّ الدَّارَ الْآخِرَةَ لَهِيَ الْحَيَوَانِ لَوْ كَانُوا يَعْلَمُونَ In Surah Al-Ankabut, verse 64, the home of the hereafter that is the life which is eternal indeed if they know this is the true life here he says he wishes that he had set forth some work for this life in his life for the next one then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says فَيَوْمَئِذٍ لَا يُعَذِّبُ عَذَابَهُ أَحَدٍ وَلَا يُوثَقُ وَثَاقَهُ أَحَدٍ So on that day none will punish as he will punish Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and none will bind as he will bind هنا قراءتان There are two recitals here in this verse الأولى لَا يُعَذِّبُ عَذَابَهُ أَحَدٍ وَلَا يُوثِقُ وَثَاقَهُ أَحَدٍ Meaning so on that day man will punish him as he Allah will punish and man will bind as he Allah binds the second form of recitation the second qira'ah la yu'azzabu azabahu ahad wala yu'thaqu wathaqahu ahad meaning here on this day man will receive the punishment that this person will receive and man will be bound as he is and this is known to the Kafir. This is applicable to the Kafir. None will receive a punishment more grave than the Kafir. He will be casted to the people of the fire of hell. While people waiting on that day the kafir will be inflicted with intense thirst شديد, and they will see the fire they will see it however like sarab like sarab, like mirage and the mirage is that which a person sees, we know what it is during the summer days amidst the intense heat from places that he would think that what he is seeing is water so when they will look at Annar, the fire of hell يَنظُرُونَ إِلَى النَّارِ كَأَنَّهَا سَرَابٌ مَهُمْ while they're thirsty, they look at the, at the, at the fire of hell and they will, it will seem like a mirage فَيَتَهَافَتُونَ عَلَيْهَا so they will rush يَذْهَبُونَ إِلَيْهَا سِرَاعًا يُرِيدُونَ أَيْ شَيْءٍ يُرِيدُونَ الشُّرْبِ they rush to it hasten to it, what do they want? they want to drink فَإِذَا جَاءُوهَا When they reach there فُتِحَتْ أَبْوَابُهَا Its gates will open وَقَالَ لَهُمْ خَزَنَتُهَا And its guards Its guards will say أَلَمْ يَأْتِكُمْ رُسُلٌ مِّنْكُمْ يَتْلُونَ عَلَيْكُمْ آيَاتِ رَبِّكُمْ وَيُنْذِرُونَكُمْ لِقَاءَ يَوْمِكُمْ هَذَا 39.17 39.71 
ألم يأتكم رسلكم رسل منكم Didn't they come to you messengers from amongst you يتلون عليكم آيات ربكم reciting to you the verses of, of your Lord Allah and telling you about his signs وينذرونكم لقاء يومكم هذا and they Then the messengers come to you from yourselves reciting to you the verses of your Lord and warning you of the meeting of this day of yours. They will say yes, but the word of torment has been justified against the disbelievers. قَدْ قَامَتْ عَلَيْكُمُ الْحُجَّةِ Evidence has been established upon you. فَيُوَبِّخُونَهُمْ So they will scold and mock at them. قَبْلَ أَنْ يَدْخُلُ النَّارِ Before they enter the fire of hell. وَالتَّوْبِيخُ عَذَابٌ قَلْبِيٌّ وَأَلَمٌ نَفْسِيٌّ قَبْلَ أَنْ يَثُوقُ أَلَمَ النَّارِ and mocking and scolding is a torment to the heart before they taste the pain of the fire of hell and there Allah will scold at them and mock them even more they will say رَبَّنَا غَلَبَتْ عَلَيْنَا شِقْوَتُنَا وَكُنَّا قَوْمًا ضَالِّينَ رَبَّنَا أَخْرِجْنَا مِنْهَا فَإِنْ عُدْنَا فَإِنَّا ظَالِمُونَ قال الله تعالى وهو أرحم الراحمين اخسأوا فيها ولا تكلمون 23 overcame us and we were an erring people they will admit they will admit next verse please ربنا أخرجنا منها فإن عدنا فإنا ظالمون oh our Lord bring us out of this if ever we return to evil then indeed we shall be politics etc wrongdoers he Allah will say scolding them remain you in it with ignominy and speak you not to me this is said by the most beneficent, the most merciful who is to bestow mercy upon them other than Ar-Rahman la rahima lahum he'll have no one to have mercy upon them and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam informed us bianna ahwan ahlin nar azaban man alayhi na'alan yaghli minhuma dimaghu وَلَا يَرَى أَنَّ أَحَدًا أَشَدَّ مِنْهُ عَذَابًا The Prophet ﷺ told us as the one who is suffering the least in the fire of hell one who is wearing sandals that will cause his brain to boil yet he sees that none is receiving more intense punishment than his yet he is the least having these sandals his brain boiling and na'lani fi asfal al-badan the sandals are the lower part of the body wa dimaq fi a'la and the brain is on its top on its top on its top fa idha kan a'la al-badan yaghli so if the top of the body is boiling min asfalihi from below fal wasat min bab ashad 
then the middle of it is even more intense. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saves us from the fire of hell. They will be bound. And Al-Haqqa, Surah Al-Haqqa verse 32, then fasten him with a chain where off the length is 70 cubits. Their hands will be chained. We seek, that's Allah Al-Afiyah. We seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and well-being from him. None can comprehend now the misery and the hardships and the punishment they are in. And therefore man has to prepare. Before he says, I wish I had prepared for that day and put forth good deeds. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ended the surah بِمَا يُبْهِجُ الْقَلْبِ وَيَشْرَحُ الصَّدْرِ He ended the surah by bringing joy to the heart and unrestrictedness to the chest. فَقَالَ يَا أَيَّتُهَا النَّفْسُ الْمُطْمَئِنَّ ارْجِعِي إِلَى رَبِّكِ عَاضِيَةً مَرْضِيَّةً فَادْخُلِي فِي عِبَادِي وَادْخُلِي جَنَّتِي Verse 27, yes, it will be said to the pious, O oh, you, the one in complete rest and satisfaction, come back to your Lord, well pleased yourself, and well pleasing unto him, enter you then among my honored slaves, and enter you my paradise. This will be said to the believer. At the last moment of his life, يقال لروحه, it will be told, his soul will be told, أخرجي أيتها النفس المطمئنة O you soul in complete rest and satisfaction come out أخرجي إلى رحمة من الله ورضوان come to receive the mercy and the pleasure of Allah فتستبشر وتفرح it will be in a state of glad tidings and it will enjoyment and joy ويسهل خروجها من البدن and its outflow from the body will be easy لأنها بشرت because it received the glad tidings بما هو أنعم مما في الدنيا كلها in that which is more of a bliss nothing of which is like in this life قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لموضع صوت أحدكم في الجنة أحدكم في الجنة خير من الدنيا وما فيها the place of one's stick short stick in paradise is better than the life of this world and all that's in it. Sawt al insan al asa al qasir. The stick, this is referring to the stick which a person holds in this life. Small stick, short stick. The place of that in Jannah, in paradise, is better than this life and all that's in it. It is not your life, laysa dunya ka'ant, but it dunya min awaliha ila akhiriha. Rather the life, not your limited life, no, not in this scope, but rather the life from the beginning, from its beginning till its end. With all of its blessings, with all of its possessions, with all of its entertainments, and so forth. Then how about the one? If this is the place of what? It's the place of the stick, the small stick is like this. 
فكيف بمن ينظر في ملكه مسيرة ألفي عام in how about the person who looks at his possession there a journey of 2000 years he sees the past and the remote and that which is close and near Naim لا يمكن أن ندركه بنفوس أن ندركه بنفوسنا a blessing which cannot, we cannot really comprehend within ourselves. فَلَا تَعْلَمُ نَفْسٌ مَا أُخْفِيَ لَهُمْ مِنْ قُرَّةِ أَعْيُنٍ جَزَاءً بِمَا كَانُوا يَعْمَلُونَ As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala described it in the sajda. What is kept there hidden from them of joy? No soul will know. What's kept hidden for them of joy as a reward for what they used to do. النفس المطمئنة This self. complete in rest and satisfaction is the believing soul because you cannot find a soul more at rest than that and satisfaction and that, than that of the believers المؤمن نفسه طيبة مطمئنة the believer himself is good satisfied ولهذا تعجب الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم من المؤمن and that's why the Prophet was amazed of the state of the believer when he said عجبا لأمر المؤمن amazing is the status of the believer إن أمره كله خير his affair is all good إن أصابته ضراء صبر if he is touched by calamity he will be patient فكان خيرا له and therefore it will be good for him وإن أصابته سراء شكر and if he is touched by any joy or any pleasant matter shakar he will be grateful فَكَانَ خَيْرًا له, and thus it will be good for him مُطْمَئِنْ رَاضٍ بِقَضَاءِ اللَّهِ وَقَدَرِهِ satisfied resting comfort satisfied with the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his three decree لَا يَفْخَطُ عِنْدَ الْمَصَائِدِ he doesn't go into a state of rage at times of affliction and calamity وَلَا يَبْتَرُ عِنْدَ النَّدَمِ and he doesn't go arrogant عِنْدَ النِّعَمِ when he is when he receives the bounties and, and the favors of Allah بَلْ هُوَ شَاكِرٌ عِنْدَ النِّعَمِ but rather he is grateful to Allah صَابِرٌ عِنْدَ الْبَلَاءِ patient at times of trials فَتَجِدُهُ مُطْمَئِنًا and that's why you see the believer at ease comfort لَكِنَّ الْكَافِرُ أو ضعيف الإيمان لا يطمئن however the kafir or the weak or the weak in state of iman the weak believer is not a comfort and satisfaction and ease إذا أصابه البلاء if he is touched by calamity or a trial جزع وصخب he will be troubled and will go in rage ورأى أنه مظلوم من قبل الله والعياذ بالله he will feel as if he is being dealt unjustly by Allah we seek refuge in Allah from this to the degree that some of them will commit suicide being impatient I'm not satisfied not tranquil continuously he is in a state of worry he looks at himself sees himself with little Wealth. قليل العيال 
ليس عنده زوجة limited in children doesn't have much many ليس عنده زوجة doesn't have a wife ليس له قوم يحمونه he has no family or close ones to protect him فيقول أنا لست في نعمة then he will say well I am not in a blessing I am not honored by any favor لأن فلانا عنده مال because such and such has wealth he has wives he has children he has people to protect him I have nothing why because he is weak in faith always in constant worry ولهذا نجد الناس الآن that's why we find people nowadays يذهبون إلى كل مكان ليرفه عن أنفسهم that's why we find them going to every place in order to quote, entertain themselves ليزيلوا عنها الألم والتعب so to remove from themselves the toil and pain ولكن لا يزيل ذلك حقا إلا الإيمان indeed however nothing will eliminate this except الإيمان faith الإيمان الحقيقي the true faith هو الذي يؤدي إلى الطمأنينة it is the thing it is the one which will lead to rest and comfort and satisfaction so النفس المطمئنة in this verse is المؤمنة is the believing soul مؤمنة في الدنيا also safe and comforted in this life آمنة من عذاب الله يوم القيامة safe from the punishment of Allah on the day of resurrection قال بعض السلف كلمة عجيبة some of the righteous predecessors said an amazing statement he said لو يعلم الملوك وأبناء الملوك ما نحن فيه لجالدونا عليه بالسيوف if the kings and the sons of kings of kings would know the affair of ours what what we are in meaning from rest and comfort and satisfaction اطمئنان لجالدونا عليه بالسيوف they will they would whip us with you know not the whips but rather by the swords you don't find هل تجدون أنعم في الدنيا من الملوك وأبنائهم do you find in this world more يعني uh, in a state of uh, comfort in this life better than those other than those from the kings and their children meaning from the you know the comfort the physical comfort etc which we see however however their heart is not like the heart of the believers the believer who is wearing only a stitched you know garment with stitched holes in it and a cottage or a hut or a chanty doesn't protect him from rain ولا من الحر neither from nor from heat ولكنه مؤمن yet he is a believer دنياه ونعيمه في الدنيا أفضل من الملوك وأبناء الملوك his life here and his enjoyment in this life and his comfort is much better than that with the kings and their children why? لأن قلبه مستنير بنور الله because his heart is enlightened by the light of Allah which is Nur al-Iman the light of Iman وَهَا هُوَ شَيْخَ الْإِسْلَامِ بِنْ تَيْمِيَ رَحِمَهُ اللَّهِ حُبِسَ وَأُوذِيَ فِي اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلُ شَيْخَ الْإِسْلَامِ بِنْ تَيْمِيَ May Allah's mercy be upon him He was put in jail by the innovators 
وَأُوذِيَ فِي اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلْ And he was harmed in the cause of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. فَلَمَّا أُدْخِلَ الْحَبْسِ When he was forced into this jail. وَأَغْلَقُوا عَلَيْهِ الْبَابِ And they closed the door. قَالَ رَحِمَهُ اللَّهِ He said, by reciting the following verse, فَضُرِبَ بَيْنَهُمْ بِسُورٍ لَهُ بَابٍ بَاطِنُهُ فِيهِ الرَّحْمَةِ وَظَاهِرُهُ مِنْ قِبَلِهِ الْعَذَبِ فضرب بينهم بسور له باب باطنه فيه الرحمة وظاهره من قباله العذاب So a wall will be put up between them with a gate therein inside it will be mercy inside it will be mercy and outside it will be torment يقول هذا تحدثا بنعمة الله لفتخارة He said this by expressing himself Reflecting the favor of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Not being proud Then he said مَا يَصْنَعُ أَعْدَائِي بِي What will my enemies do to me? أَيُّ شَيْءٍ يَصْنَعُونَ What they can do to me? إِنَّ جَنَّتِي فِي صَبْرِي My paradise is in my chest Meaning Al-Iman ما يصنع أعدائي بي What will enemies What my enemies can do to me أي شيء يصنعون What they will do to me إن جنتي في صدري My paradise is in my chest Meaning الإيمان والعمل واليقين Meaning his faith The faith and knowledge and certainty وإن حبسي خلوة And jailing me is a seclusion ونفي نفوه من البلد meaning if to send him in exile سياحة is in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala striving وقتلي شهادة and to kill me is to make me a martyr هذا هو اليقين This is certainty This is Thuma'anina This is the rest of the soul And its comfort and satisfaction والإنسان لو دخل الحبس كان يفكر ما مستقبلي ما مستقبل أولادي وأهلي وقومي If man goes to jail nowadays He will think of what's my future What's the future of my children My family, my tribe, etc. وشيخ الإسلام رحمه الله وشيخ الإسلام من الله مرسي بأفنه يسد جنتي في صبري my paradise is in my heart وصدق and he spoke the truth 
May Allah's mercy be upon him. He died in the year 728 of Hijrah, after Hijrah. But look now, the renowned scholars of our times or after him and in our times, they inhale from his vast knowledge. People are like children with respect to Ibn Taymiyyah's knowledge. وَلَعَلَّ هَذَا هُوَ السِّرْ فِي قَوْلِهِ تَبَارَكَ وَتَعَالَى And this could be also the secret behind the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala لَا يَذُوقُونَ فِيهَا الْمَوْتَ إِلَّا الْمَوْتَةَ الْأُولَى As in 44-56 Surah Al-Dukhan They will never taste death therein except the first death meaning of this world and he will save them from the torment of the blazing fire that's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that. Meaning that in paradise they will not taste death except the first one. And we know that in Jannah there is no death. In Jannah there is no death. Neither first nor last. Lakin however, Lamma kana na'im al qalbi mumtaddan min ad dunya ila dukhul al Jannah, Sara kaanna ad dunya wal akhira kulluha Jannah, walaysa fiha illa mauta wahida. However, since the the bliss of the heart is extended from this life to the time of entrance to paradise. It became like this life and the last as Jannah, as paradise. And there is only one, one death. Radiya. Radiya. Well pleased. Bima ataka Allah Azza wa Well pleased with that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestowed upon you from his favors. Mardiyya, well pleasing, and Allah with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spoke about the companions, Radiyallahu anhum wa radu'an. Allah is pleased with them and they are pleased with Him, as in 58 22. Enter you then among my honored slaves. Meaning, Ibadi of Salihin. Why? Because the righteous are from the ibad, from the slaves whom Allah bestowed upon from his favors. And they are the best of the groups of creation of the bashar, of the humankind. And the humankind are three types. Three groups. Mun'amun alayhim Those that are blessed. Blessed by Allah's favor upon them. وَمَغْبُوبٌ alayhim Those who are Receive the wrath of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon them. Wadalun and astray. All of these categories are mentioned in Surah Al-Fatiha. The first, those whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestowed upon them from His favors, and they are Al-Nabiyun. Al-Mun'am alayhim are Al-Nabiyun, the Prophets. Wasiddiqun, the truthful ones. Wasshuhada, the martyrs. Wasalihun, and the righteous. The, thania, the second category is Al-Maghdub Alayhim Those who have received the wrath of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And they are the Jews and the like And the like Meaning those Who 
have the same description as the Jews being من علم الحق وخالفه those who knew the, knew the truth yet they opposed it فكل من علم الحق and thus anyone who knows of the truth وخالفه and opposes it ففيه شبه من اليهود then he has a resemblance with the Jews كما قال سفيان بن عيينة رحمه الله as Sufyan ibn Uyayna may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have mercy be upon him one of the greatest scholars of the Salaf rahimahullah man fasada min ulama'ina fafihi shabahum min al-yahud the one who is corrupt from our scholars then he has a resemblance to the Jews why? because you know he, he knew the truth and then he opposed it wasthalitha the second or third category the third category are the astray ones and they are the Christians who were ignorant regarding the truth they wanted it they were blinded however from it they, didn't, they were not guided to it and anyone who, is, who becomes corrupted from our worshippers then he has a resemblance to the Christians لِأَنَّ الْعُبَّادِ because those يعني worshippers يريدون الخير they intend the good ويريدون العبادة and they want the worship لكن لا علم عندهم but they don't have knowledge فهم ضالون and thus they are astray ادخلي في عبادي then enter the first category المنعم عليهم those whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestowed favors upon them وَادْخُلِي جَنَّتِي and enter my paradise جنته التي عدها الله عز وجل لأوليائه it is paradise which he had the abode prepared for his awliya friends of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala أضافها الله إلى نفسه تشريفا لها وتعظيما Allah added it to himself by way of honor and magnification وإعلاما للخلق بعنايته بها جل وعلا and informing the creation of his care of it والله سبحانه وتعالى قد خلقها خلقا غير خلق الدنيا غير خلق الدنيا and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created it in a form or in a way different from that of our life خلق لنا في الدنيا فاكهة Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created for us fruits date you name it وفي الجنة فاكهة and similarly there is there are, there are fruits in the jannah لكن that in paradise is not like the one here لأن الله سبحانه وتعالى يقول فلا تعلم نفس ما أخفي لهم من قرة عين as in surah al-sajda 32-17 no social no as to that which is hidden for them from the comfort of the eye had it been that these, matter, these things in Jannah are like this in this life then they would have known that however إذن هو مثله في الاسم only in, in name they resemble each other only in name not in reality and not in the manner so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says ادخلي جنتي added it to himself للدلالة على شرفها وعناية الله بها in order to indicate his its honor and Allah's caring of it وهذا يوجب للإنسان and this therefore demands that man أن يرغب فيها غاية الرغبة that man seeks to seek it to his utmost as also he seeks 
the Biyutullah التي هي مساجد the houses of Allah which are the mosques which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala aybam abataha yinafsi which Allah added it to himself by saying Biyutullah by saying Biyutullah فكذلك يرغب في هذه الدار then he should look and seek this abode the abode which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala added to himself in honor والأمر يسير and the issue is really easy قال رجل للرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم إيمان said to the messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم دلني على عمل يدخلني الجنة ويباعدني من النار show me and tell me of an action that will make me enter paradise and save me from the fire of hell فقال لقد سألت عن عظيم you have asked about something great a great matter وهو عظيم and verily it is فمن زحزح then he recited the prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم then recited the verse from surah al imran 3.185 فمن زحزح عن النار وأدخل الجنة فقد فاز and whosoever is removed away from the fire of hell and admitted to paradise, to paradise then indeed he is the one who is a winner فقد فاز successful وإنه then he added صلى الله عليه وسلم وإنه ليسير على من يسره الله عليه and it is easy for the one whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made easy for and then he showed him and he said تعبد الله لا تشرك به شيئا لا تشرك به شيئا you worship Allah and don't associate partners with him in worship وتقيم الصلاة and you establish the prayer the prayers وتؤتي الزكاة and you give the due زكاة so our deen walhamdulillah is easy and Allah made it easy however it is the self الأمارة بالسوء commanding that which is wrong and evil والشهوات lust والشبهات misconcepts هي التي تحول بيننا وبين ديننا stands as a barrier between us and our deen ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة هو الله مستوافنا in this life all that which is good and في الآخرة حسنة خصو in the hereafter وقنا عذاب النار and save us from the fire of hell ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا O our Lord let not our heart deviate from the truth after you have guided us وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة and grant us mercy from you إنك أنت الوهاب truly you are the bestower this brings the end of the explanation of Surah of Surah Al-Fajr May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestow upon our Shaykh Muhammad bin Salih al-Taymeen from his mercy May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us from those who will meet him and meet the believers and meet the prophets in paradise صلى الله على محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم والحمد لله رب العالمين فجزاكم الله خيرا وبارك الله فيكم. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make it a benefit for myself and for all of you.